0: If you suffer from ED, 15 minutes could change your life. Peak Performance for Men offers a revolutionary treatment called Focus Linear Compression Therapy. There's no pain, no needles, and no downtime. Now, Peak Performance for Men is offering six sessions free with qualifying treatment protocol enrollment. There's never been a better time or a better deal to fix ED. Call Columbus's only trusted Focus Linear Compression Therapy provider today at 614-739-8181. That's 614-739-8181.
1: Summer's almost here. Yay, right? So, when's the last time you tried on your swimsuits and summer clothes? If you could get back into summer shape in one visit,
0: would you do it? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called micro-laser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone. Permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit.
1: It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonabella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sono, com slash save. com slash save. That's Sonobello.com slash save. Calling all detectives. I once had a case in which a mystery story writer provided the cheap exhibit. His own murdered body. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Sometimes people ask me, Jerry Browning, Private Detective, how I feel about circumstantial evidence. Well, it all depends on the circumstances. Bungalow A at the Fremont Motel was occupied by one dead man lying on the floor and eight live cops who were swarming all over the place. While you turned Dawson a Homicide Check for fingerprints, I talked to my friend, Tim Fremont, who owned the motel. This murdered man, Henry Hackett, has he stayed out here before, Tim? Tim nodded. Sure, some kind of a writer, wasn't he? At least that's what he told me. Been coming here for years. Arrived two weeks ago, scribbled on a pad of paper all day long. Never any guests. Liked in here because he could get away from people. I don't suppose you caught a glimpse of whoever shot him. Tim shook his head. It was late at night. I heard the shot, same as everybody else. Whoever did it jumped into a car. No lights got clean away. Dawson came over to it, holding a letter in his hand. Jerry, here's a letter we found in Hackett's pocket. Listen, if you insist, we shall keep the midnight date. Although I think the whole setup smells of melodrama and hookum. As to Diane, certainly she must die. You can decide when, where, and how. The letter's typed, no signature. What do you think of that, Jerry. Hackett was a mystery story writer, wasn't he? Sure he was. What about it? I just thought I'd mention it, Dawson. These writers, none of them satisfied to stick to their stories. They have to fool with real crime. Jerry, this case is crawling with clues. I'll have it solved within 24 hours. When Henry Hackett, a mystery story writer, was murdered, the police found a letter that seemed to name his murderers. Back at headquarters, Dawson called in the reporters. We'll get this Diane woman mentioned in the letter, boys. She's bound to have been seen in public with Hackett someplace. He intended to kill her. Only she killed him first. Give me a play on the story and we'll smoke around. The boys really gave the story a play. They smit it all over page one. Late that afternoon... Joe Cooper is my name, Lieutenant. I, I take care of Mr. Hackett's house while he's way working. Uh, Mr. Hackett, he said that if anything ever happened to him, for me to get in touch with this literary agent, a fellow by the name of Durham. <laughs> Dwight Durham, the literary agent, was sleek, well-groomed, and amused. Come in, gentlemen. I read a story in the papers about some mysterious person named Diaz. Uh, might I see the letter which he's mentioned? Dawson handed over the letter. Durham read it, then <laughs> I know this is hardly a time for humor, but well, there's been a really funny mistake. Durham reached into his desk, took out two file folders. I'm afraid that letter has misled you, Lieutenant. Here's the proof in this first folder. It was proof, all right. Gary proof of the first installment of a new Henry Hackett murder mystery serial. In the very first chapter there was a character all the other people in the story hated. Her name was Diane. I read the type over Dawson's shoulder, noticed that his ears were turning a bright red. After a few moments more, Dawson put the proofs down. Oh, Jerry, I'll never live this down. Those newspaper reporters will kid me for the rest of my life. Durham opened a second folder. Here's the rest of the manuscript about the luckless Diane. As for the letter about her, that was written by Harrison Carter, editor-in-chief of the Green Book magazine in Boston. Now you can call him and check on it if you like. Dawson reached for the phone. Don't think I won't. I stopped him. It's no use, Dalton. You know as well as I do that Mr. Durham is telling us the truth. Durham cut in on me. Gentlemen, I'm rather busy this morning. If you have no further business with me, we're not quite finished, Mr. Durham. You are Hackett's agent. Suppose you tell the lieutenant all you know about Hackett while I look through this manuscript. I picked up the typed pages, read through Chapter 7, By which time, sure enough, Diane had been murdered. I turned the page and... There was no more story. Hey, where's the rest of the story? That's all of it, Mr. Brownie. Hackett was killed before he finished the book. I kept on staring at the type sheets. Something was bothering me, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. This stuff isn't up to Hackett's usual standard, is it? I wouldn't say that, Mr. Brownie. Dawson yawned. Get up. <sighs> Mr. Durham can't tell us anything, Jerry. Come on. Let's get back to headquarters. Wait a second, Dawson. I've got an angle on what you can tell those reporters about Diane. Sit down with that typewriter over there and wrap it up before I lose the idea. Dawson shrugged, sat down again. Statement to the press concerning the Hackett murder. Please do not release until after the arrest of Hackett's murderer. I've got that, Jerry. Go ahead. I didn't answer. Instead, I reached over, pulled the sheet out of the machine. I turned to the agent. Mr. Durham, I've changed my mind about phoning the editor of the Green Book in Boston. I'll call him now to find out whether Hackett usually sent in his scripts typewritten or in longhand. There was a long pause, then Durham smiled weakly. Uh, never mind, I, I'll answer that. Hackett wrote in longhand. I suppose you've noticed that the type on my typewriter checks with the typing of these manuscript pages. Well, I, I type his scripts from the longhand draft when he mails them to me. Okay, what are the original pages? I don't say them. Jerry, what's this all about? Dawson, this is about a literary agent who took his client's original manuscript, threw it away, and wrote substitute chapters. Why did you do that, Mr. Durham? Durham kept denying it, finally admitted under pressure that he did rewrite Hackett's material, claimed it was within his rights as literary agent to do so. Dawson was handling the questioning now. Durham was lying desperately and beginning to show fear out of all proportion to the spot he was in. I didn't listen to his answers, just kept watching his eyes. And ten minutes later... Don't ask him anything else, Dawson. I think I know where Hackett's original manuscript is. I opened the bottom drawer of a file cabinet across the room the spot Durham had been staring at. Yeah, I found Hackett's original script. A complete story with one character who did not appear in Durham's version. The character of a crooked literary agent. One who took a power of attorney from writers and then squandered their money. That's how Hackett had intended to show up his agent. And that's why the agent murdered him and wrote a few chapters of a completely new version of the book. Why didn't I suspect to him? Remembering that Hackett worked in longhand was part of it, but mostly I know writers, and any mystery writer who turns out only seven chapters in two weeks wouldn't last long in that tough business. Like I said, the real clues aren't always evident. Finding them generally depends on the right circumstances.
0: If you suffer from ED, 15 minutes could change your life. Peak Performance for Men offers a revolutionary treatment called Focus Linear Compression Therapy. There's no pain, no needles, and no downtime. Now, Peak Performance for Men is offering six sessions free with qualifying treatment protocol enrollment. There's never been a better time or a better deal to fix ED. Call Columbus's only trusted Focus Linear Compression Therapy provider today at 614-739-8181. That's 614-739-8181